This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The World Series starts tonight. How about that? The World Series baseball tonight. It's the Phillies and the Astros. It does feel like an old National League championship series. I am the guy who still has a hard time getting used to the fact the Astros are in the American League. I know they've been there for about 10 years. I don't even know how long. But I'm also still not comfortable with the Brewers in the National League. Yeah. I don't I don't really know why we did that, but we did. And that's I guess that's fine. I mean, I don't make those decisions, but I we've, we've had teams change leagues before. Yeah. Um but it's a very interesting World Series. You you have on one side the number 1 seed in the Astros and on the other side the number 6 seed. I'm excited. In the Phillies. And the Phillies have been the talk of baseball. So let's talk World Series baseball with our friend Elliot Johnson, a former big leaguer. I'm going to ask you about your... I want you to think about this. I'm not going to ask you yet. Well, I'm, I guess I'm asking you, but I don't want your answer yet. I want to know what your who your favorite manager was to play for. But let me uh, just hang on to that. Let's get to this. Um, the layoff. It seems like we haven't watched the Phillies play in forever. How much does that impact the team that has gotten on a roll here in the postseason and has lost, what, twice? How much does it impact them? Uh, I think it it impacts your offense a lot more than your pitching because, you know, if your pitching is uh, is tired, it certainly helps tremendously to have more time off. So it's give and take. I think offensively, though, when you're locked in, you want to play again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're not, I mean, you could, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, it, it's... When you're not feeling too good, you can take a break and probably feel a little bit better mentally. But offensively, I think you do lose just a touch of your timing. Um, So I think that's probably the only impact that we'll see. But, you know, I I think we've seen in the past where guys can be hot going into the All-Star break and then come out of it just as hot. And we've seen guys come into the All-Star break cold, get hot. I mean, it's baseball, so you never really know exactly what's going to happen. All that we know is once game one starts, none of that stuff really matters, and you got to figure out a way to, to win four games, and that's all that matters. Right. So the, I think the answer is we'll see, uh, right? Because anything could happen. Uh, but the Phillies got here. They got really good starting pitching. Zach Wheeler pitched well. Aaron Nola pitched well. Uh, their bullpen actually came through and pitched surprisingly well. They didn't screw up too much defensively, which has been their problem. But the real reason why the Phillies are here is because they brought the lumber. Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, those guys were just awesome in this in this series. And a couple of those guys have some World Series pedigree in Harper and I mean, yeah, Schwarber does too. So you had what you ever see anything like Schwarber's home run? Uh yeah, I mean a few times, but I mean not not on the scene, you know, against you Darvish. Holy cow, that ball was mashed. Um <laughs> But remember, Bryce left the year before. The oh, National that's right. It won a World <laughs> Series without him. That must have stung. <laughs> think about it this way, though. I mean, I think the owner came up to him after that and said, somehow you're underpaid when we're paying you $330 million. Um, And you can quantify that, and he's probably right. Uh, but oh, yeah. that home run was as big as any hit in history. Um, 
if they end up winning it, then you can go ahead and count on that swing being part of uh, Philly's folklore for forever. Yeah, Phillies don't have a lot of folklore, but by the way, most of the folklore has been written by Chase Utley, I think. Very good. Well, I mean, but yeah, but if you if you go back even earlier, I think uh, what Kurt Schilling was a part of that team in what ninety one, if that's right. Um, Thank you. Going, yeah. I don't you know? know. I don't know what what it was. That, you know, so I mean, we're going back way back, you know. But I think the Phillies. I think that the watching the intensity. Uh, of the fan base and seeing how how they they crave a winner they need a winner you know and and there's such a there's such a loyal fan base kind of like when we're talking Mets baseball with you you love them so much you hate them right and so if you talk to any real fan that's kind of the way that the the Phillies fans um, you meet them you talk to right. them and I have a neighbor that you know he, he, there's really nothing good to say until there's something really good to say <laughs> well true fans recognize the flaws more quick. I think much more quickly than other people. I've always recognized the flaws of this uh, of that particular Mets team. This particular Mets team, uh, the Phillies. We know we knew going in, defense was going to be an issue, but it hasn't been that big a problem for them. And uh, I think uh, San Diego might have scored a couple of unearned runs in that series, but they didn't lose any games because they couldn't catch or throw the ball. Uh, but they're not a great defensive team, um, and the bullpen. I think you and I talked about this. I think the bullpens are the biggest reasons why teams win in the postseason. Who would you give the edge to? Of course, the Astros. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Astros, I mean, they've got Ryan Stanek back there. I mean, he's hardly even pitched. I think he throws 100. Uh, they've got so many weapons. They've got so many guys. Presley's been almost unhittable. Um, but, you know, the, the bullpen's only relevant when they become relevant. I mean, if Verlander pitches as well as he probably can um you know they may not be in a position to where they want to pull him out um so i mean if he ends up going eight or nine how relevant is the uh the bullpen at that point well not in this game but i bet for the balance of the series it will be oh well sure but i mean the the astros have been absolutely dominant (laughs) i mean they've barely broken a sweat for goodness (laughs) so uh you know i think the phillies are hot uh i think they're gonna obviously lean on um, a lot of their lefty neutralizers for Harper, for Schwarber. Um, we'll see exactly how it plays out. Of course, I'm rooting for the Phillies. as <laughs> need any, But the Astros, they're, they're really, really good. It's going to be tough for them. To, it's going to be tough for the Phillies to beat them, but obviously I'm rooting for them. See, here's the thing. I, I think I share your overall sentiment about the Astros who sort of got to the peak by cheating, right? The uh, the whole banging on the trash can uh, scandal. But there's something different, and maybe it's because, and I've never been a huge Dusty Baker fan, but Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on, or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, make sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Here's a guy who has basically been a winner everywhere he's gone as a manager, and was brought here to add some stability and kind of clean up a mess that was left behind. And he did a very good job, has done a very good job. He's been Dusty Baker. He just hasn't been able to win this particular series. 
Is there anything different about Dusty, or is he the same guy? Same guy. His team's better. Um, you know, I'm, and obviously growing up a Cubs fan, we remember Dusty in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I played with plenty of guys that played with him when he was in uh, Washington. Um, you know, he's been around for forever. Everybody knows who he is, what he's about. He is probably the right guy for the job, but, I mean, you could probably plug in just about anybody for that job, especially given how much the front office steer things anymore at him. And, you know, Jim Click being in charge of that organization, the team was already really, really good. Yep. He and, um, he just happened to jump on when there was that controversy, and obviously the, the previous GM got run out of town, effectively. So it, it couldn't have been a better situation for all that. Not to say that Jim Click isn't brilliant. He is. He's a really smart guy. And it's not to say that Dusty isn't a good manager. He is, but the team was already in really good place. Right. The organization is already in, in really good shape. And they're going to be good for a long time. Um, I'm just glad it's not Astros against Dodgers again, so we can root for <laughs> But it is nice to have the Phillies in there. It's nice that the, the new setup rewarded a team to get in there. Um, I think that was obviously beneficial. And then, you know, obviously the one seeds are crying and complaining about it other than the Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, you know, I mean, for the most part, those top seeds get an advantage, but I, I think it's always good. Like when the nationals come in and win, uh, when these wild card teams come in and win, I think it's better for baseball and it's better for the parody of the game. No, I think it's b- baseball. I mean, I, I keep, I always say this, the worst team in the league pretty much is going to win 60 times. So you can win anything, any day you go to the, the ballpark, you have a chance to win. It doesn't make a difference how good the other team is. The margins of baseball are just so slim. It's a call. It's a, a ball strike call that goes the other way. Uh, it's a blue. You don't even have to hit the ball hard. And you can score a bunch of runs, as we've already seen in this series. Do you think the Astros have played their best baseball yet? I know they're 7-0. and But it doesn't seem like they have really clicked just yet. It seems like offensively they've been fairly quiet. Um, you know, I, I, Bregman's done okay mm-hmm. on Alvarez, though. I mean, really, it's been his show. Yeah. That guy. Unbelievable. Um, and Pena. Um, Pena's been outstanding. I, I think really because they have so many guys there, I think they've kind of – I think Pena's kind of gotten slept on a little bit because he's getting some pretty good pitches uh, in the zone and he's making them pay. I mean, he, he's hitting a bunch of home runs. So he's been really, really good and kind of an attest, a testament to the front office there for not retaining Correa, knowing that mm-hmm. they could pivot. Uh, I mean, he was unproven and they believed in him and he's proven him right so far. So I think that they, they've got plenty of guys that can do really, really well, obviously. Um, but they haven't really needed to score because their pitching has been so good at them. Yeah. Um, four out of the last five years, they've won at least 100 games. A couple of years ago, they led George Springer walk. He was the first player that started the rebuild of the Astros. And last year, they let Correa walk. Uh, and they have not missed a beat. Uh, all right. Back to the initial question. Best manager you ever played for, and why, Elliot Johnson? Uh, Joe Madden, easy answer. Joe, uh, you know, I think one of the secret sauces we had with the Rays was the guys got so much more comfortable so much quicker. Some of that old-school nonsense of Rook, stay in your lane, and, mm-hmm. you know, being heard was out the window because, you know, we relied so heavily on rookies that we needed them to, to compete. We needed them to excel all the time. So our first thing that we would do with initiation really was to let them know how grateful we were to have them there, uh, how appreciative we were of their skills and let them understand that they are 
every bit as good as anybody else that could be there at any given moment. So I think we, we just had a better culture overall than everybody else because, you know, if you go to the Yankees, um, most of those guys are, you know, they're aging, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's a rotating place, and we're, we don't really need you as much as you think. So, um, But what we realized with Tampa was all the time, and really it comes from Joe because he set the culture, was, look, we want to welcome these guys and make them feel comfortable as quickly as possible because they could help us win today, and that's what we need. So I think Joe setting that tone early on was easily the biggest uh, impression. Uh, but all the guys that I played were pretty good. Tito's a great manager. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many years he has left, but while he's there, he he obviously does a great job of setting culture as well. No question about it. I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw Chris Russo's rant about the Dodgers possibly going after Judge, and he was uh, blasting the Dodgers for going out and buying players as though Christopher Russo hasn't been in New York for the last 30 years uh, complaining about that. I just, I just found that whole thing uh, funny. What do you think the ultimate number is, B- the big number? For Aaron Judge. Um. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. Yeah, so he's already... He'll be I mean, 31 he, in April. He's already fairly old for these types mm-hmm. of deals. Um, I think uh, I think it starts with a three, Adam. I, I, think, I think it won't be too far out of the realm for him, given how good... I mean, he just beat Maris's record, which... Would have been a bigger bigger deal. I don't want to ruin the segment here, but you know we could talk about that another time. Right. But breaking Maris's record was such a big deal. Um, he had such a great year. Um, without him, the Yankees wouldn't have been in that position. So I know his postseason wasn't uh, what the Yankees fans wanted him to do. Yeah. Uh, but he's still probably going to get close to forty million a year AAV, and he'll probably approach eight years. So don't don't think that it's too far out of the realm for him to get eight for thirty two. It wouldn't uh. surprise me. I absolutely. I I think the number is probably around three fifty. Wow. Um, total yeah. total number around three fifty because I think somebody's going to give him ten. Uh, uh, I think opt outs and think of the uh, you know the, there's potential teams that might offer him deferrals. You know, there's so many different things, and then every California team has to offer him more money because the state income tax there is so much more oh, expensive. Forty nine. The forty nine is the Giants already said they will not be outbid. Elliot Johnson, uh, you should have been Aaron Judge. But then we would never talk. So uh, I appreciate your time. Thanks, Adam. You got it. Elliot Johnson. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.